Namaste, everyone. In this podcast, we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming full moon in sidereal Pisces, Uttarabhadra Pada Nakshatra, which is going to take place on 28 29 September, depending on your time zone, which is already in a few days. But before we talk about the full moon itself and the kind of energy and flavor that it brings with itself, something that we can already sense right now, let us firstly look at this entire fortnight and this entire quite interesting period of time, quite interesting period within the Vedic year. So this particular bright fortnight, Shukla Paksha, is, as you may all know, very sacred to Lord Ganesha. In the fourth day of this bright fortnight, we were celebrating Ganesh Chaturthi, or the appearance day of Lord Ganesha. And normally, starting from that day, from the fourth lunar day, all the way until Ananta Chaturdashi, the 14th lunar day, a day before full moon, all these 10 days are considered very sacred to Lord Ganesha, the remover of obstacles. Now, Lord Ganesha primarily helps us to remove above all the obstacles which we have in our own mind. Because these are these mental obstacles that are often causing bigger obstacles to appear in our external life. And as this full moon is going to culminate in Uttarabhadrapada nakshatra, at the heart of sidereal Pisces, the nakshatra which always inspires us to look deep within our consciousness and review the very foundations on which we build our life, the core beliefs on which we build our life. Naturally, Lord Ganesha throughout this entire fortnight is inspiring us to also review our beliefs, review our judgments, our mental constructs, the stories the mind is telling ourselves, and to have the courage to make this step forward and actually truly let go of all the things that actually stand on our way, but of all the obstacles that we also cherish in our own minds. Because, of course, Ganesha, he is the giver of knowledge, but above all, he's remover of obstacles. And as this whole fortnight completes with full moon inside real Pisces, the original 12th house, we can easily infer from that that this entire fortnight is about letting go removal of things, letting go and purification of especially those things from the past that are still holding us back. Coincidentally, this full moon is actually going to dwell in between two planets retrograde, Jupiter retrograde and Saturn retrograde, as well as between Saturn and Rahu on both sides. That sort of sandwiched position is called Papakartari Yoga because it is the position that is restraining the blessings that this full moon could otherwise bring into our lives. And when this yoga is being formed by two planets which are going in backwards motion, 
Rahu, who goes in backwards motion naturally, and Saturn, who is being in retrograde movement right now. We can easily infer from that that what is going to truly stop us right now during this fortnight to move forward, to learn, to gain deeper wisdom and insight and to simply grow are going to be our own limitations from the past, our own prejudices from the past, attachment to our identity, attachment to our very ego. Let us not forget that Lord Ganesha himself, before he became the god who has elephant head and who removes all the obstacles on our way, he firstly needed to be beheaded himself. Because we too, if we want to move forward on spiritual path, we need to be ready to be symbolically beheaded, to purify our minds, let go of all the false identities and all this karmic luggage that we keep dragging with ourselves from lifetime to lifetime. You see, this particular full moon, since it culminates not only in the sign which naturally represents the idea of symbolic death, surrender and letting go, is also culminating in Uttarabhadra Padanakshatra, which actually represents cremation grounds. And cremation grounds, they represent much more than just death taken literally. If we think what are cremation grounds in the first place, these are the places where death occurred, where loss occurred, where suffering occurred. And we too, in our psychology, in our minds, we have places like that. Cremation grounds, where there are ashes, where there was destruction, where death, transformation, and sometimes violent destruction took place. And right now, with two planets retrograde, two big planets retrograde, Jupiter and Saturn, who are inspiring us to look towards the past, we are simultaneously inspired to revisit those places within us, our own cremation grounds, to see if perhaps something didn't burn fully there. Maybe there are still some remnants, some things we didn't fully let go of, we still keep holding upon, all the grudges and bitterness and especially judgment and prejudice. Because these are the topics that can emerge on the surface of our awareness quite strongly, especially during the upcoming days. This full moon in Uttarabhadra Padanakshatra will therefore inspire us to revisit those places within ourselves and also to take a little bit of time to truly introspect, self-analyze, meditate and bring more peace more kindness, openness and forgiveness to all those parts within us which were not truly forgiven, which we didn't let go of. All those grudges, all this bitterness, just let go of that and allow something new to emerge. See, it's quite symbolic because the entire period sacred to Lord Ganesha always completes one day before full moon. This year, one day before full moon in Uttarabhadrapada Nakshatra. 
Chaturdashi Titi. And this day is actually sacred to Lord Ananda, and it's called Ananta Chaturdashi. You know who is Lord Ananta? He is this great serpent on which Lord Vishnu is reclining in his yogic sleep. And this great serpent coiled under the Lord himself represents our own divine potential which lies dormant within us. That's why this great serpent is called Ananta, which literally means limitless, the one without a limit, infinite one. Because this entire journey from Ganesh to Turti all the way to full moon in Uttarabhadra Padanakshatra is actually a journey from this limited state of mind, prejudiced state of mind, towards unlimited state of mind, more open state of mind. It's a journey of turning obstacle into a possibility. To turning an obstacle into an opportunity to grow. And this is a truly, truly beautiful thing. But of course, we could say that as this full moon is going to be also aspected by Sun and Mars, partially combust and also in a sense of starvation or crudita avasta in the state of Virgo, we might be fighting a little bit against those changes that life itself may suggest us in the coming days. You know, Mars being in such a sensitive placement in the sign of Virgo and also very close to the sun and both of them aspecting the full moon, naturally that combination may bring some volatile or even violent energy from deep within us. We all naturally may have a tendency in this time to speak and act a little bit more impulsively. Our nervous system will become more sensitive and we will be much more irritable. Naturally, this is a very potent ground for us, falling back to our old patterns, to our old samskaras, bringing back issues from the past or long-suppressed emotions, long-suppressed judgments. And these things may have tendency to kind of outburst or explode from the putinas, especially in the next two, three days. So naturally, the biggest thing that we can do from our side in this time period is to, first of all, think twice before you are going to speak something out, before you are going to express some judgment towards somebody. And if you can, try do it in the most kind and positive way possible, even if it feels, you know, very difficult at times. Because situations may very easily escalate with displacement. Conflicts may very easily escalate. And of course, at the same time, during the next few days, we ourselves may have a tendency that even when we receive a certain feedback from the universe, for example, in the form of somebody judging us, we also may have tendency to immediately, let's say, def turn defensive or turn combative or dismiss it, rather than actually giving ourselves opportunity to 
first of all, take a moment, step back, digest this feedback and see which parts of it are true and which parts of that feedback can actually help us to grow. Because even in the truth expressed in the most angry way, in the most unpleasant way, even in the judgment that feels most unfair, there's always a grain of truth. And of course, when our mind is calm, it's easier to take that truth in, to extract the truth and separate, you know, symbolically the truth from untruth and recognize which parts of this truth actually can help us, can help us to grow. Because whether we like it or not, we all do make mistakes and therefore we will be receiving criticism. Just in this time period, it might be a little bit more amplified because of the way our minds are functioning. But this entire purification that on a mental level we might all be going through right now, to a different extent, of course, is something that is preparing us for the next Paksha. Because the next fortnight is a very significant one, in fact. It's called Pitripaksha, or the fortnight of ancestors. The fortnight of ancestors is, of course, so much more than just the time for us to pray for the deceased ones, but it is the time for all of us to honor the past, honor the death, and remind ourselves that actually, eventually, everything ends. Which is a good news, because that means that eventually every conflict will end as well. Every conflict will die as well. You may hold on to it as long as you wish. You may hold on to it all the way until you go to your grave. But the moment you die, this conflict will die with you also, eventually. This is why, you know, this entire Pitripaksha or fortnight of the ancestors always starts with full moon in Purvabhadrapada or Uttarabhadrapada, always in sidereal Pisces. With full moon who reminds us about the inevitability of death and reminds us that if we look at our own life from that perspective and keep reminding ourselves that sooner or later we all will die, from that very recognition, from that very realization, so much more freedom can come. And it might become so much easier to accept your struggles, your conflicts, to see the conflicts from entirely different perspective. The best thing we can always ask ourselves is, if tomorrow you will know that you will die, would you do something differently today? Would there be still some things that need closure and that need to be finished on your side? So the question is, of course, if you know that you would do some things differently, if you would know, for example, that you die tomorrow, then why wait and why to postpone to implement those changes already now? Just imagine how much more peace it could bring into your life to just let go of all this luggage, to just forgive and move on.
These are truly beautiful things to contemplate upon as this full moon is approaching. As my Gurudev said many times that the big difference between us and the saints, the ones who live in God consciousness, is that they made friends with death. They remember death every day. And they act. And they speak and they think in a way as if they would die tomorrow. Because they are so abundantly aware of the inevitability of death. They look at their entire life from a very, very different perspective. And make better choices. And that's the beauty of that, that when we allow ourselves to look death in the eyes rather than try to run away from it as we usually do. When we allow ourselves to embrace it as a friend, our very life, our very quality of life can improve so much. And we can start feeling so much more free. And the way how we put priority to things will become so much different. The way we face and look at conflicts will be so much different. How much importance we give to things will be so much different. And this is amazing time to contemplate on those topics. So I do wish you that in this upcoming full moon, the volatile energy of Sun and Mars aspecting it won't be disturbing you too much. That you won't allow it to steal your peace of mind away. But instead, you will take any feedback that universe gives you as an opportunity to grow and become a better person. That you allow yourself to look at things and conflicts not from a limited perspective, but from unlimited perspective and to see the bigger picture. Namaste.